You're listening to Hats, Tats, and Stats Podcast, a championship-caliber pro sports podcast based in Buffalo, New York, with your hosts, EZD, Derek Jaws, T-Wave, Taylor Sekaturski, Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, Bold Claim, Ben Yelich, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. Hats, Tats, and Stats is part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online at www.bicbp-radio.com. Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast is brought to you by Stinger Sports. Stinger Sports makes high-quality, fully custom sublimated uniforms and apparel that will have you looking great on and off the field. Get your custom-made pro-quality gear today at stingerwoodbats.com and put that S on your chest. Use promo code TIP OF THE CAP, all one word, for 10% off your order. Stinger Sports. Look great. Feel great. Play great. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I am your main man, EZD. Joined third week in a row, back to back to back with the stat man, Austin Kelm. What's up, buddy? Dude, three in a row is a trend. That's what they call a winning streak. That is a winning streak. Yes, sir. Uh, Our boy Lou from Major League, you know, win win two (laughs) two in a row. Win a third one. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. That's right. So. We are here. We are doing it, and man, what a what a week! <laughs> There's been a lot Seriously, of things my, going on. They like it like Bleacher Report crashed yesterday. It was right. like the crazy. I was just trying to like get Russell Wilson information, and Bleacher Report had died. It was not functioning. Which so I'm nothing, sure there was had nothing to do with Spotify or Discord crashing. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally unrelated. But it was just like pushing a button, and then why? Like a 10 million people hit the Bleacher Report push notification simultaneously. Right. And nothing worked for like 20 minutes. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go take a shower. And hopefully when I'm done, I'll figure out what happened to Russell Wilson. Cause I had no idea. Right. But so it ended up working out. Hats, stats and stats is a championship caliber podcast based out of Buffalo, New York. We don't just talk Buffalo sports. We do. We do focus on them a little bit because we are all, all our diehard Buffalonians and Bill's mafia and Sabres. I don't know. We're not a mafia by any means. We're barely a conglomerate, but um, <laughs> We do talk sports as a collective, and this is going to be a very non-Buffalo episode because there's not a whole lot of Buffalo news going on. Um, first and foremost, like you said, like so Aaron Rodgers comes, it comes out that Aaron Rodgers signed a four-year, $200 million contract with a $50 million average annual salary, $153 million guaranteed, and it allegedly frees up about $21 million in cap space for the Packers. Which is odd. I don't know how you do that. I don't, I don't know, know how you – maybe, maybe yeah, it's, it's signing bonus thing, I, like I said – I said it, I think I said it a couple of weeks ago. It was ago. last the week. Salary, the salary cap is a made-up number. It doesn't mean anything. It's for fans like you and I to just speculate and jumble together numbers of who fits where. They can make whatever room they want to make up. They like sure It can. literally does not. It's just whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, to, to that end, I'm going to go ahead and do exactly what I said that it makes us do. I don't know how competitive you can make a roster when you have one guy eating up 25% of your team's overall salary cap. Right. That the thing that I read about Josh Allen, which I'm not going to lie to you, scares me just a little bit. And this is our Bills tie in. It was something like no quarterback who's made over like 37.5. Like there was a threshold, but nobody's ever won a Super Bowl making more than this. And I was like, oh crap, Mahomes is more than this. Allen's more than this. Rogers more. Like you see, it happens over and over and over again that all these teams are winning Super Bowls, not with that guy. And it happened again. Stafford was only making like, 24 or 25, you know, he only counts for 10% of his team's salary cap, not 25%. Now he's right. about to get a big pay raise, but that worries yeah, me. He As a Josh Allen fan, that, uh, right, that's the whole thing. I mean, Burrow's on a rookie contract, so that wouldn't have counted, but I'm just thinking, looking back at all these Super Bowls, I was like, that can't be right, can it? Nope, Mahomes won on his rookie contract. Brady's been taking pay cuts 
for the oh, last his whole his the, whole career the, the, the second decade right of his life to keep them competitive and oh lo and behold it worked over and over and over again yeah and Tom, Tom Brady wrote the book on how on how to get that done and it's not get the biggest paycheck I can because Tom Brady understood one I married a woman who makes more than I do that's that that's step one boys pay attention <laughs> step one marry a woman who's the breadwinner when you're a multimillionaire. I believe that's called a sugar mama. I think it's how that's what the kids are saying. I think it's called a good business decision. Sure. Sure. I Uh, I mean, on top of the fact that she's a a world-renowned supermodel. Oh, yeah. That's in and of itself. I mean, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. We're we're not not going to lose that one. Rosie O'Donnell out there and, you know, God, we're getting canceled for that statement. Fuck me. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. (laughs) So, I mean, like, so this dude just like goes out, takes pay cuts because they don't need the money. His wife makes way more than he ever could. And then he also understands that like when he wins and he hits certain statistical marks, he makes more money that way. So like the, the league gives you money for winning the Super Bowl. Like individual players make money from the league for winning the Super Bowl. Like there's bonuses from the NFL for the Super Bowl champions. The more you do it, the more money you make. Tom figured that out. Everyone else went, I'm going to get that bag. I'm going to make $500 million playing quarterback. And it's never resulted in your team being victorious. Well, it's, it's like anything else. And it makes total sense. When they're giving you all the money, they have to skimp someplace else. The Chiefs have to skimp on O-line or they can't get better linebackers or right. you know, whatever. You name it. It's just one of those things. I worry about what the Bills are going to do. Allen's contract, thankfully, doesn't kick in right this second. But when it does, where, who's losing? Like where Where's that money coming from? Because it has to come out of a different position. Right. And it's, and it's just one of those things. Aaron Rodgers complains about not having another receiver to throw to outside of Devontae Adams. That's fine. Maybe they'd have more money to give a second receiver if you weren't eating up all of it. Right. Like, just a thought. Cra- crazy idea. I know. So, I know that sounds so nuts, if, but who knows? Maybe if you and Devontae Adams weren't responsible for 50% of your team's cap space. <laughs> yeah, right. maybe or about, room. about to be anyways. Right. Adams just right. got tagged, so that's $20 million a season. Aaron's making 50. So that's $70 million between two guys. Right. And you, now, you don't think that maybe two $10 million receivers might be better than, than 120? Uh, right, right. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. You have a second Adams guy. is a stud. He's very, very good. Uh, well, listen, again, wor- worth is not what we're arguing. No. I, he is worth $20 million. Aaron Rodgers is worth $200 million. Now, people might say, well, that's just ridiculous. Nobody deserves that. that it's like he is a four time MVP. He keeps them relevant every single year. They were the number one seed in the NFC last year. He is never worth convince me. what that is. Like, like no one's worth that is not an argument that I'm willing to hear on this show. Um, we are talking about people who are in the point zero 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 one percentile of a multi-billion dollar industry. Right. Like, if you were there, you'd be worth that, too. Right. Like, it's the, work the, and it's the, effort the, and it's everything the, else that goes into it. That, that doctor that is the only doctor on the planet who can do that one procedure. He's probably a multimillionaire. Right. I, I would like, say more than that. I was like, he's doing quite well for himself. Like, and that's and that's the thing, like when when you're the point zero zero one percent of an industry, you make the most in that industry. When that industry makes more money, that number goes up, and that's where right. we're at. So, like, no, he's not worth that. Uh, bullshit. Yes, he is. Right. The other part, the interesting part of this, is Rogers put a tweet out yesterday on on top of all this that said, "Hey, everyone, just wanted to clear something up. Yes, I will be with the Packers next year. However, reports about me signing a contract are inaccurate." the supposed terms of the contract I quote unquote signed. I'm very excited to be back. Hashtag year 18. So it turns out the 
like the 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 actual numbers on the contract may be a little off. But uh, regardless, he's going to make a lot of money. And yeah, it's going to wind up being two hundred and four million dollars yeah. instead of two hundred. Right, it's going to be some minuscule. It's only one hundred and fifty-two million guaranteed. Right, right, right. A forty-nine point nine percent average annual salary. It, right, exactly. Right. Because too many people were critiquing him about the 50, so he had to come yeah. in right under. No, no, no. 50 is just a nice round number. Yeah. 50 is a nice round number, right? That's just the thing. That's how it's going to go down. It, and it's just funny because that, like, that's just an Aaron Rodgers thing. Like, Rodgers is just that guy. Like, he's going to go and say, like, no, 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 that's not quite true. Like, oh, I didn't. I never said I was vaccinated. I was immunized. Or right. Immunized. I'm with you. I do that all the time. Immunized, right. Yeah, so I mean that like you know, that's really you know they remind me of, and this is totally stupid. This is a Podducers thing. It's like Finding Nemo when he can't say and then and then and then and then and, and it's like, all right, all right, don't, don't, don't don't hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't hurt yourself. Quote Aaron Rodgers. Don't do it. Oh my god! Yeah, like it's just it's just funny. Like because here's this dude, and I so our our Facebook page shared a meme yesterday that was like AFC AFC quarterbacks versus NFC quarterbacks, and I used the Monstars and the Muppet Babies because right. the NFC has. Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. We talk about man, they got they got Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott. They're unbelievable. Uh, like, They're like the like, best ever. I mean, I'm laying the sarcasm on pretty thick right now. I, I understand. <laughs> and like you, you could even make the argument that Dak is pushing that upper tier, and like, like him and Stafford may be equal, like, at least close to each other. Aaron, there's Aaron Rodgers, then there's Dak and Matt, and then really everyone else just rolling through the divisions right now in my head yeah it's definitely not like matt ryan or anything and drew, drew Brees is no longer there obviously brady's no longer there Kirk cousins isn't the answer come on man sam sam donald's gotta be right up there at the top doesn't he carolina no all right no he's not he's not gonna, he's not gonna be their quarterback next year what are you talking about uh yeah no it, time it, the AFC is uh, unbelievable. And really, just to segue into the next one, they gained another one. I, like, know. I I don't like the fact that Russell Wilson is now an AFC quarterback. I'm sure that might have been at least a little bit by design. I heard that the Washington Commanders offered like three first-round picks and other stuff, and they took less first-round picks to send him to the AFC opposed to being in the NFC. Right. Which I don't know if that was on before. purpose or if that was the reason why they did it, but I, that's, that's kind of what I read into that. I mean – Really, what so what you do is you trade him outside of your conference because then you don't have to see him to the Super Bowl when it matters. Right. And so what they did take for him, and, and this is so so imagine being Noah Fant. Be like, right, hey, right, right. traded to the Seahawks. Dude, I'm gonna play with Russ. No, no, no. Russ is coming here. Son of a bitch. Okay, so who's the quarterback? Drew Locke's coming with me. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, one of those things where like he'd actually be pumped up for Geno Smith for like a hot second until he realized it's not gonna be Geno, it's actually right. Drew Locke again. Like not that Gino was uh, great, but like, oh, you know what? Change of scenery, new guy. Hey, Gino's mobile. We we can work with this. He, he was all right. No, hard pass. Yeah. yeah. It's Drew Locke. Uh, so the Seahawks are getting two first round picks, two second round picks, a fifth round pick, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's a haul. That is an absolute haul. Oh, it's, 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 it was a lot. It was a lot. And you know what? And the stupid thing isn't, and the things I've read here is, uh, that now Seattle is poised to take a quarterback at like nine or 11, like wherever they pick there. And if it's me, I'm not doing that. No. I mean, listen, I'm not an NFL GM. I don't get paid to make these decisions, but I'm looking at it like 
the last time a draft class like this came out, it was EJ Manuel, Geno Smith, where people, the experts said there was no franchise quarterback in this year's draft. And they were like 100% correct. Yeah, there wasn't anybody in that draft. And the Bills still reached for EJ in the first round. And then Geno went into the second, which in the modern NFL never happens. Quarterbacks don't fall to the second round. Running backs fall to the second round. That never happens. However, they're saying the same thing about that this year. And I think if they take any one of these quarterbacks, they're going to wind up living through mediocrity again. Like, listen, let Gino do it. Let Drew Locke do it. We all know it's not going to go great, but you can use all that draft capital on positions that you can actually have a high success rate of hitting on. Take the best tackle, take the best guard, right. take the best cornerback. You know what I mean? Make your team better so that when you, so let's just say luck or luck, who lock, lock, true lock. When he sucks as he will most likely do, right. and you only have three wins on the season, which is fine. You'll get the top overall pick and take the best, the next Trevor Lawrence, the whoever that guy is next year. Right. They're taking a guy at nine. Who's probably not the answer anyways. Like what a throwaway of a first round pick. I'd rather have, you know what I mean? Some other elite player at his position than guessing I, at a quarterback. I would almost throw a flyer at getting Gardner Minshew for this year. I, I, right. I, I personally believe, and I, I will die on this hill that Gardner <laughs> Minshew makes probably 15 or 16 teams instantly better by going there. Right. I, I now I now believe the Seahawks are one of those teams. He's better than Gino. There's no, I don't he's think better he's better than Locke. Most likely and he's a backup on the, on the Eagles who the Eagles made very clear last year, regardless Hertz was their guy. Right. Like, so, Hey man, you got him for a fifth. We'll give you a fourth. Right. I'll give you a fourth they don't, round they don't, pick guy who's going to be my starter this year. They don't, they don't have a fourth. They just sent it with Russell Wilson. Okay. So we'll give you, we'll give you the higher <laughs> of our two fifths. Whatever. Sure. Like, and you, like, and so here you go. Great. Awesome. Grand. And now you have Gardner Minshew throwing to DK Lockett and Noah Fant. And now all of a sudden your team still looks competitive. And oh, by the way, bless you. You can also you. Um, like now you can use those for like those two firsts that you're going to have this year. On, like you said, other things that are going to be more important down the road. Right. I mean, I'm just talking like all those Georgia defensive linemen that unfortunately the Bills are not going to have an opportunity right. to draft. You know what I mean? You can bolster your defense. You just cut Bobby Wagner. There's some unbelievable linebackers who are going to be, I don't want to say they're like Parsons because that guy was just a diamond in the rough. He was unbelievable. I think people thought he was going to be good. I don't know. Anybody thought he was going to be that good. But so, Mike has been unbelievable. But you draft Bobby Wagner's replacement, and you're not paying him twenty million dollars. You're paying him five. I mean, it just solves so many different issues. I I can tell you that uh, Big Diesel last year made the claim that Micah Parsons was going to be a bust, and he's not incorrect, but he's not in, but he's not correct either, because he was drafted as a middle linebacker, and they moved him to edge, and he's a stud. But he, but he also I, played middle linebacker. I mean, it's not like he played exclusively. Barely. Oh, he was, it was more than that. It, I'm going to say it was at least 50-50, at least 50-50. There was a three- or a four-game stretch where he played end exclusively because Randy Gregory and Lawrence were both out. So they were very thin at defensive end, so he played. But then after they released uh, Jalen Smith, 
it was and and Jabril Cox tore his ACL. It was like Neil Vander Esch and Parsons. Now he blitzed a lot, but that's true of any linebacker. You don't have to be an end to blitz. But his snap count breakdown, I bet you, was more even than you think. It, it wasn't nothing. Uh, I have it. I want to see where. Okay, I have it pulled up here. Uh, do do do. Let me see. I apologize. All right. According to Pro Football Focus, Parsons, and this, so this was an article from December. Uh, according to Pro Football Focus, Parsons has lined up on the defensive line for 332 snaps, 41% of the time. He lined up in the box at linebacker, 438% or 438% or 54% of his total snaps. It's nearly a 50-50 split, and it's impressive considering he was drafted to be a middle linebacker. Uh, it doesn't say that he lined up at middle linebacker. So I don't have that. It's just that he, it was whether he was on the line or off the line. And right. Well, it, it's, it's such a, but the modern NFL is such a weird thing anyways, that that doesn't really mean anything. You're either a off the ball linebacker or a pass rushing linebacker. That's really the only two options. I, I, I still believe he, I think he fits the latter. I still think he fits that like edge linebacker hybrid role. I, I really don't believe he's ever going to be a true middle linebacker. So positionally where he was drafted, not getting it done as, as an overall football player stud. I mean, listen, we'll see. Like he, he did that based on, you know, need, they needed right. him to do that. Well, we'll certainly see what happens in the future, but I think 54% of the time he did just fine. He diagnosed, he, he blocked, he ran, you know what I mean? He tackled people. It's, he made sp- splash plays. It's, I think he was a no-brainer for defensive rookie of the year. I think there were a lot oh, of people who thought he probably should have gotten defensive player of the year, but that's a conversation for a different time. But well, I think I don't I don't think he's a bust. I think he's a talented football player. Oh, again, I agree. I'm simply saying as being drafted as like, oh, this dude's gonna be a stud NFL middle linebacker. Nope. I think he's a viable 2022 middle linebacker. Sideline to sideline, you know, runs like a safety, hits like a linebacker. That is exactly what your modern day NFL linebacker should be. I I think you're going to see him on the outside more often than not. I really do. After last year, I think they're going to use him to really try to get home on the pass rush and play that outside. I think but you, you could, but you can blitz middles though. Like, like, like it used to be called like that, that type of like, he, his job is going to be to hit home on a blitz and not play, you know, not be that like Joe Schobert middle tackling machine. Who's just there to fucking hammer people on the run. Like, like that, that's a middle linebacker to me. Like, I don't think Micah Parsons is going to play that. Well, so I, I don't think anybody really plays that anymore. And that's really my point is that the, those type of guys are falling by the wayside in the modern NFL. Nobody has a 255 pound thumper anymore who can't run. You have to be able to blitz. You have to be able to cover. You have to be able to, like those, those traditional in air quotes, middle linebackers, there are less and less of them every year, but even, even last year. So not this past year, I'm sorry, two years ago, Devin white who plays for Tampa, who's a middle linebacker, him and Levante David are middle linebackers. Yeah. Devin white had nine sacks. He blitzed all the time, but because he's so fast, he gets home all the time that he had a set thing with Bruce Arians that anytime the running back releases, and is not staying, or I'm sorry, no, when the running back stays in the block, he can blitz because he was supposed to cover the running back. So if the running back does not bleed out into the flats, he can blitz. So all he does is pick a gap where the running back is not, and he would get home, and he got home nine times. 
That doesn't make him an edge rusher. That doesn't mean he's not a middle linebacker. Like he just just blitzes and he gets home because that's what a modern NFL linebacker does. Right. But there is a very distinct difference between the middle linebacker position and the outside linebacker position and a weak side and a strong side. We both know that. Right. But I think they only really use two guys that it's like, and it's it's really just middle and weak. The strong side guy was like Lorenzo Alexander. He's not Lorenzo Alexander. Like that's not the Lorenzo Alexander comes off the field in passing situations. Michael Parsons is not right. He He stays on the field all the time. He blitzes off the edge in the passing, in the passing spot. Not all the time. More often than not. He has defensive, like he has batted down passes. He has other things that you can do from the edge. Not really. Absolutely. Really? I mean, TJ Watt, he had a pick six on one this year. There's like four or five defensive ends that had pick sixes this year because they swatted the ball, like swat it up, catch it and run. Which, which is fine, but I don't even think comparing T.J. Watt to Micah Parsons is a thing because T.J. Watt is basically a defensive end. He plays like 85% of his snaps rushing the quarterback. Micah, to your point, you just looked it up, only did it 41% of the time. So really, yes. T.J. Watt does hand, it hand twice on the ground, as many. Hand on the ground from the – like hand on the ground on the line 50% of the time. 40, 41% of the time. 40 okay 41% of the time. Oh yeah, that's what it was. 41 and then 54 the other the other 60% he was lined up as an off the ball linebacker in a traditional linebacker role. You're saying it's going to be I say those numbers are I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. because he played where, three where he full games. where he lined up does not necessarily denote what he did. There are a lot was, of there, there's a lot of outside linebackers who you know they they start off the ball and then walk up like creep to the line to blitz off the edge or you know, things like that. I mean, just be, he was off the ball. That doesn't mean he was playing a traditional middle linebacker, Devin white position or Darius Leonard position. It means he was off the ball. That doesn't mean he wasn't rushing the like rushing off the edge or that he wasn't responsible for getting after the quarterback or dropping into coverage. But, but then, but then it's a blitz. Then, then the play is different. You're, if you're not just okay, pass rushing, if you're a linebacker and you're rushing, you're blitzing. Yes, if you're just a defensive but, but end, not, that's just your job is to go after but the quarterback. I'm, I'm, it's not I, I the didn't, same I thing. Didn't say he that he would like that. I didn't say he what like just because he's blitzing doesn't mean like a, a middle linebacker can blitz, an outside linebacker can blitz. But sure, like saying he was off the ball, so he was just he was a middle linebacker. No, that's not that's not the case. I'm saying his role was predominantly as a pass rusher, be it blitzing from the box or hand on the ground. Predominantly, that was what he did this year. I still, I think it's, it's it's still less than 50% because he didn't blitz on 20% of his off the ball snaps. I don't know where you're going to find those statistics, but the only way you convince me of that is if you say that on overall, he, if he played 1,000 snaps this season, hypothetically, you're going to say he rushed the passer from one position or another at a 65% rate, which I don't think it's that high. I think those numbers are also skewed because he had three or four full whole games of playing nothing but defensive end which is going to skew your numbers anyways. So you look at like, oh, he had 41% of his snaps for his hand on the ground pass rushing. He played three full games of nothing but defensive end. So which means the rest of the games in the season, the other 14 games he played where he did it almost not at all because that was like 200 snaps in those three games. So that's going to drastically skew your numbers is when those defensive ends were out and he played it all together. I don't think that that's the thing. That's not at all. It, your numbers are being skewed to the pass rushing side and it's not accurate. But you're like, I mean, I'm literally sitting here reading an article by Fox sports where they're arguing whether or not he's the best pass rusher in the NFL this year. 
So you're going to tell me that a dude who's in the argument with guys like Crosby, with guys like Watt, with guys like Miles um, Garrett, you're just going to pull them off the ball and, and and just have them sit back and play coverage and run stuff? Absolutely not. Depends on what you're at. Dude, it's all scheme. It's all defense. Everybody's defense is different. There's, there's no more traditional 4-3, three, 3-4. Three, now people run nickel most of the time. They run two deep safety looks to avoid big passes and stuff like that. Like there, Everybody's a hybrid. Everyone's a hybrid. There are no more traditional this or traditional that. To say, you, oh, he's not a traditional middle linebacker. Got, no, just he's got not done a- telling me that TJ Watt is a traditional defensive end, and there's a difference between the two of them. You just said that. Because because he he basically is he puts his hand on the ground like ninety percent of the time. You just said all hybrids now. You just no, no, so you went from he no, no, like, there's no all there's no, defenses are hybrid. It's like everybody's a hybrid. They move Ed Oliver all over the place. They move Star Latula all over the place. Aaron Donald lines up defensive end defensive. He moves around. Everyone moves around. Everyone moves around. Your point was that he's a bust because he's not a traditional middle linebacker. I'm arguing that there are no traditional middle linebackers, and he is exactly what a modern NFL linebacker is. That was my whole point from the very beginning of this, is you said he's a bust at middle linebacker. I'm saying, no, he's not. He's exactly what you want in 2022 to be in the middle of your defense, 100%. If Edmonds was any good at blitzing whatsoever, which he's not, he's horrendous at doing that, he could be your modern NFL linebacker but he's not. It's another reason why I don't like him. There are no splash plays. He gets almost no interceptions, no sacks. Okay. He doesn't I'm, rush the pass. Rush. He like just not, I'm, 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 not going to ask, I'm going to ask you a question and I, okay. I want honest answers. I was, I'm all about honesty. I've been very Bobby, straightforward this whole time. Bobby Wagner, middle linebacker, outside linebacker. They run a traditional defense with two linebackers. So there's really two middle linebackers. So it's Bobby Wagner and Jordan Brooks from Texas tech. Those are the two middle linebackers that they have on the field. Okay. If they don't, if they say they're in a nickel, so they take one, they, 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 they go to a two linebacker set. Is he, which is what they run most of their defense out of just two he, linebackers. What I just said, is he a guy who's doing that patrol the middle step up stuff, the run, if it's a run play like short coverage stuff, or is he that like outside linebacker dropping into coverage type guy? Would, would you consider him more of a middle run stuffer or an outside, an, an outside pass coverage guy? The guy that you, I, is, is he's he, one of the he's best linebackers. In, tight end. Is he I think he can, but he's, he's also 32 can years and, old. Can he versus do, is, is that what you want him doing? What do you want Bobby Wagner doing? Is he a run stuffing middle linebacker? Or is he more of an outside guy? That's more of a, that athletic get to the edge because Jordan Brooks is so much faster and so much more athletic, probably tackling people and letting Jordan Brooks cover, how about which Fred, is probably how what about, they do. How about, how about Fred Warner? Why, so so why did we switch teams all of a sudden? Because I was 100% asking, correct on listen, the Seahawks I'm, linebackers? Like, I why want your just opinion on these specific people. So again, it's I'm, the same I'm trying, thing. I'm, I'm trying to gauge like how you see these people versus what you're saying. Skill set matters. You're trying to pigeonhole an entire position. Michael Parsons not, is faster than Bobby Wagner. He's faster than Fred Warner. He's a freak of nature. Miles Garrett can probably go play basketball. That doesn't mean I want him on my NBA team. It doesn't stop his athleticism. And that's not what I'm asking. So Fred Warner can cover whoever. Fred Warner is great in coverage. Modern middle linebacker. Right. Is Bobby Wagner a modern middle linebacker? No, I think he's an old school linebacker. But I think he's one of the greatest linebackers of all time. So it's a different argument. Stick with me here. Fred Warner. Also very good. He he can cover. He's a middle. That's the same thing. They run a 3-4. It's two Eric, linebackers. It's Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner on the field most of the time. Eric it's two Hendricks. linebackers. Eric Hendricks. 
Kendrickson covered tight ends. He's all over. That's more of a tradition. Anthony Barr, it pass rushes all the time. He almost never does anything in coverage. It's that's like a one linebacker look. Barr is terrible. I'm not asking about the scheme they play in. I'm asking about what you th- like the player themselves. How do you see them? That's he's a but he can cover. He's a modern guy. Okay, he yes, covers I, tight ends. No shit, all over I can play. cover. Doesn't mean I should. Like if, if, not, we play, if we go play a football game right now, I can play cover. Doesn't mean I should be. I should be fucking ripping people's heads off. Like and that's so. This is what Levante David. Again, traditional, one of the best linebackers traditional middle linebacker or this new modern everyone can play all the linebacker positions thing that you have going on. I think no, I think there's a distinct difference between Levante David and Devin White. They are different. They play different. They play right next to each other. They're both middle linebackers per se, but they do different roles and different jobs based on the athleticism of White. And again, Levante David being 32 years old and not in his prime anymore. Demario Davis. Old, old school. Old school guy. Darius Leonard. He's a f- absolute freak of nature. He's a modern NFL linebacker. I would t- I would trade half of our defense for Darius Leonard because he'd be an instant upgrade over Edmonds. Not yeah, even a Jones. question. Jones, again, same thing. Now, he's not very good in coverage, but he's highly athletic, very fast. That's a modern linebacker. Roquan Smith. Roquan, again, one of the best linebackers in all of football. Dante Hightower. Hightower, no. He is this one of the slowest linebackers in all of football. He's a thumper all the way. And more of a pass rusher, might I add. Alexander Johnson. Johnson, I don't know. I think he's a terrible player. I think the Denver is moving on. They're, they're one of the teams, again, that Russell Wilson used one of those picks on middle linebacker because he's awful. Matt Milano. Milano's fantastic. All, awesome coverage guy. Makes splash plays all the time. He's your modern NFL linebacker. He used to play safety. That's exactly what you want right there. Jayon Brown. Again, he's supposed to be fast and good. Not really. Like they're they, like they caught him. I think they're they're moving on from. They're using David Long in Tennessee now, and other guys like he's not even there anymore. Zach Cunningham, Cunningham game, same thing. That he was good for a hot second, and then they cut him in the season. He was so bad at his job. They AJ. they want a guy who can do that. He was so bad at it they cut him. Like <laughs> right. Hey, again, like super old. He used to play that that weak side linebacker role next to Bobby Wagner. But again, at some point he got to his low 30s and you don't have the speed anymore. You can't do it. So right now today, he's a traditional run stuffer because he can't cover anybody. He's too slow. Miles Jack. Miles Jack, same thing. He's very high athletic. He was versatile. He was a running back when he was in college and stuff like that. He's he's very good. But again, subpar linebacker. He's not very good at his job. They gave him a big contract and people are upset about it. Blake Martinez. Blake Martinez, again, he doesn't really do much of anything. He tackles everything that moves over the middle five yards downfield. He'll be like, led the league in tackles three years in a row. Devin Bush. Before he tore his ACL. Bush is like a converted safety from Michigan. Same thing. Coverage, all this stuff. He's a modern guy, but again, he's not very good because he's too small. Nick Kwiatkowski. So are we just going, like, what, what, what are we reading here? Because we're like 15 linebackers in, and it's, it's, it's I don't know what you're asking me. I, like, I'm, I'm trying to get a gauge of what you consider – a modern NFL middle linebacker versus this ancient dinosaur that's on their way out that you, that you say is not a good fit in the NFL anymore. Okay. I, I again, I think I've not been wishy-washy on this. I've been very straightforward the entire time. If you're an athletic fast linebacker who can go sideline to sideline and cover people, you're a modern NFL linebacker. Your okay, slow 260 so- pound bumpers are a dinosaur that are phasing their way out there. It's literally not, this is not a hard concept. I don't know but, why we went through 20 different linebackers. The answers have been the same. Because I'm trying to figure out if you're running a defense, who you're lining up in the middle and who you're lining up on the outside. Because there's a difference. There's a reason that you draft middle linebackers and outside linebackers. They play a different fucking position. And I'm trying to figure out who you're lining up where and why. Because right now, Every it sounds like you would just take 
the top four dudes or five dudes who are just freak athletes and put them where the fuck ever. I think that's that's literally what I think that's literally what people do. They have safety. Jeremy Chin comes down and plays linebacker, even though he's a safety. Jamal Adams comes down and plays linebacker, even though he's a safety. Every scheme is different. Jamal Jamal Adams is an outside linebacker who lines up at safety. That there's a difference. Sure. So whatever. I don't care. It does not matter. That's not the point. They're chess pieces. They move around. Derwin James. He blitzes. He plays plays all over. Jamal plays all over. Jamal Adams is is listed as a safety. If you have an IDP football league, he he you you can't play him as a linebacker because he's listed Correct. as a safety. Sure, he's and I just said he's an outside linebacker that's listed or lines up as a safety. Is Jamal Adams a good safety? Depends on what you ask him to do. I'm play safety. I'm asking him to play safety. Okay, which 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 safety? Do you want a strong safety who plays in the box and stops the run, or do you want a coverage safety who plays center field? Because he's an awful center fielder, but I'd love him in the box tackling people. So, it's a so different you want, job. So you'd rather have him play linebacker. Because I the, think the defense strong, strong safeties have to do both. It's it, it, the, the, the days of Bob Sanders, and to your point, are gone. The guy who, ju- who lives in the box and just stuffs the run, that's not a strong safety anymore. He comes down and helps with that, but he's got to play coverage Agreed. too. Sure. And Jamal Adams is terrible at it. Terrible. Yes, he's, he's he, no, he's not good in coverage. Right. Correct. So, is Jamal Adams a good safety? Not really. No. Okay. So, if so you I, again, I don't know your, what what the point my, of all that point thing is. Was. Like, if you can't play your position well, are you good at your position? What? So, uh, is your argument right now that Micah Parsons is not a good middle linebacker because he scored off the charts in all of his Pro Football Focus rankings? So that re- argument's invalid because comparing him to Jamal Adams as a linebacker versus safety is a total fallacy. It's not an accurate not, argument at all. Not even a little bit. The, the, argument, not even the argument I'm making here is if you're, if you're a middle linebacker, but you line up on the outside or on the, on the line as an edge rusher. S- sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. We already discussed so, the percentages. So 40, you keep going 41, back to it. It's not it. 1% of the time. Which again includes three or four games. I don't care. Four games. 41% of the time, he was on the line playing defensive end. Four full games playing DN. Why don't you get that? Four full games of playing nothing but DN. It skews your numbers. Hear the rest of what I'm saying. 41% of the time, he was on the line rushing the passer. Sure. I don't give a fuck if it was four straight games. That's all he did. 41% of last season, that's what he did. That means the other 56% of the time, was split between lining up as a middle linebacker and playing the middle linebacker position and playing the outside linebacker position, which means more than half the time he played last year. Because unless that stat, unless that 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 stat is literally, what, 9% of the time he was an outside linebacker, which you're never going to convince me a dude who 41% of the time was a defensive end, dropped to middle linebacker almost 100% of the time when he was not on the line, that means more than half of his snaps last year, and probably a significant number, probably in the 60 to 70% mark, was an outside linebacker or, or, or defensive end, which is what you do when you're considered an edge player. Like when you get that designation as edge, it means you play the edge. It means you so play you, either. That you, just went through the, you just went through that entire thing, and once again, 
the three or four games playing full-time defensive end skew literally everything you just said, which is why I tried to stop you before you went into that rant to begin with. Because if you played, if they played 60 snaps on defense for those four games, that's 240 snaps of defensive end. So out of a thousand, he plays in a season, but that 20, those four games account for 25% of all the snaps he played for an entire season. It skews every number you just said. So outside of those four games, he played like, 85% off the ball linebacker and right. those four games of playing hardcore defensive line skewed all those numbers. Okay. So most of the season he played off the ball linebacker, okay. not edge off rusher the ball linebacker does not mean played the middle. That's my point. So even if half, even if half of that 80% of the time, he was still an edge player. That's, you know why? that's you know not, why I know that that's because not the defense they, they run scheme matters. That's not the defense they run. Okay, I'm not saying he played the edge position. Okay, so so they don't use middle linebackers. So his options were either I'm on the line as a defensive end or I'm a middle linebacker and nothing in between. Bullshit. I, I already discussed to you that like everyone's a hybrid, that everyone gets moved around, that there, there's different positions that's the traditional strong and we, middle linebackers we literally don't just exist said, anymore. We literally just said Jamal Adams is a safety who is a not good safety because he doesn't really play the safety position. So couldn't you make the same argument that if you are not really playing middle linebacker, you're not a good middle linebacker, but he, maybe, but he is playing, a good but he linebacker, is but you're better on the outside. Linebacker. He is playing middle linebacker. And listen, there's a strong often, argument to be made that maybe how he often is he playing middle linebacker? Rusher. How often we already middle linebacker? We already discussed this. No, we didn't. At least 65 to 85% of the time, if you take out those pass rushing snaps, no, we've already talked no. about this. 60 to 85% of the time, he's off the ball. He could be playing outside linebacker. So, so in, the information we're missing here is how many total snaps in an entire season he just rushed the passer. That, that's no. what it is. No, that's yes. not it. No. Yes, because that includes, we know how many snaps he played at defensive end. We know how many snaps he played at linebacker. But I want to know, did he back up when he was off the ball or did he blitz when he was off the ball? Because that stat matters because you need to no, know no. how often he rushed the quarterback. The stat that matters here is whether he lined up on the inside or the outside when he was off the ball. Because you can you blitz from anywhere. Anybody? Yeah, yes, you can. But blitzing from middle linebacker, again, we're, we're if you are drafted as a middle linebacker, you play the middle of the field. That's not traditionally true anymore. Bullshit. No, it's not. It's okay, really, so, really not. So, so, guys, so, guys move all over the place. I told we everybody's so, a hybrid. So, it, depends so Devin White, it all depends on where you move. Devin White and uh, Levante David, just sure. when they're both on the field, they, they split to the outside and cover the slot guys. Well, it depends on the defense. It depends on the play call. Like you're a football player. You know full well that there are some plays where they shade one way where Devin White's more in the middle. And then there are other plays where they shade the opposite way. And Levante David is more in the middle. You know this full well as a player. Why you're arguing against it, I'll never understand. We both understand that scheme and play call matter and it moves you around. You go back and forth. Sometimes they're in coverage. Sometimes they're faking blitz. Sometimes they're on the edge. Sometimes they're not. They move everybody all over the place. And you're trying to pigeonhole them in one little spot. And I'm trying to tell you this whole time that's not the modern nfl anymore this okay, whole argument so, of, he's, so let he's me, not let me a ask bust. You a question let me ask you a question you are you, you do not like tremaine Edmonds, correct because you don't think he's a good middle linebacker i don't think he's a good linebacker forget middle he's not a good linebacker he okay. does not blitz well he does not diagnose well he's fast and is a freak athlete that is literally it that's all he has going for him okay he's slow to react and he doesn't make sp- splash plays what position, picks does no Matt, sex. what position does Matt Milano play? On paper, weak side linebacker. 
Okay. And Edmonds so, plays middle linebacker on paper. Okay. What position would you say Matt Milano actually plays? I, I, I don't think it matters. Weak linebacker. Weak side linebacker. He plays weak side. He plays on the weak side of the offensive line. He goes no. on. He covers people. He gets interceptions. So, he also so blitzes. Where, Edmonds so also where, blitzes. Like it's what he does and where he plays are the same. In this particular instance, sure. So there, there are also times that Edmonds lines up more to the right because he's got to cover a back out of the backfield, and Milano's in the middle of the field. I just got done saying that. It depends on the play call. And it depends on the defense you're running. I'm I'm going to tell you if there's a if there's a running back in the backfield that Edmonds is responsible for covering. Milano's okay. not standing next to him in the middle of the field because there's somebody else outside that he's got to cover, which is why he's an outside linebacker. Sure, whatever. Like, but there are also times that Edmonds also does that. So I, it, it, it's a moot point. Everybody does everything. Everybody has to blitz. Everybody has to cover. Everybody has to be able to pick but, up a bag. Everybody has to be but, able to do tra- whatever. Tradi- traditionally speaking, if you can, you put your outside linebacker especially your weak side out your weak outside linebacker your weak side outside linebacker your will linebacker if you will you put him you like you'd rather have him running coverage because that's what he's better at which is why he plays that position i think it depends on who that person is if it depends There's on who a the great person is, if you, if your middle linebacker is better in coverage than your weak side linebacker who that position's job is to help in coverage for the most part you're you do you then you don't have a good linebacking core who's who's faster Edmonds or Milano faster on according screen. faster on paper probably who, Edmonds. who's who yes right exactly so in theory right. the guy who should be covering more people is Edmonds and yet you just argued that Milano does it does it possible Devin that Hester the, was one of the fastest NFL players ever they moved him off of corner because he couldn't cover people Speed well, yeah, but he, but he was he wasn't drafted to 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 play corner. They were he Correct. is a kick returner. He's in a Hall of Famer as a kick returner, not anything Correct. else. But he was a corner. If if speed mattered that much in coverage, he would have been one of the best ever. It, it's not just speed. Is he is is Edmonds faster? Yes. Who's the better cover guy? Oh no, it's Milano, and it's no Thank question. You, which is it, why he's an Milano. outside linebacker and why he was a safety in college. My my point is skill set and scheme matter. You're trying to compare all these people. Some guys are faster, some guys are slower. You want to compare Edmonds to to Wagner? They're not the same speed. Edmonds is literally a decade younger than Wagner is. It's not the same skill set. They don't do the same jobs. You coach to put players in the best position to succeed. If you didn't think he could do that well, then you would change the schemes to put him in a situation where he would do something well. But you're trying to like pigeonhole these guys into just one thing. And my whole argument this whole entire time is that you cannot do that. Everybody kind of does a hybrid thing. Everybody has to do everything. And you're like, no, no, it's not how it works. That is 150,000% exactly how it works. So then why every team is different. Every scheme is different. Every player is different. They're not all the same guy. So, so then why don't, we draft players being listed as defensive athlete number one, defensive athlete number two, defensive. I think there's a very reasonable argument for that. There's a linebacker that I just saw run a 40 in like four, three, seven. He broke the record for like fastest uh, linebacker 40 ever. I don't know. Maybe that guy should be a safety. I don't know. Maybe he shouldn't be a linebacker. He should be a defensive end. Like go get a guy. I don't know. I'm just saying like those guys exist. Freak athletes exist. I I understand that. I understand that freak athletes exist. Like that's not an that's not the argument here. Why do they have a positional 
designation. If everyone does everything, why do we put, why do we designate people to positions? Why are people designated as middle linebackers? Why are people designated as outside linebackers? Why because are people the NFL is ends versus edge rushers? Why is because that? Because the their NFL is slow to catch up is to answer your question. That is so, an outdated and outmoded referencing of, of players. Dayon Buchanan comes in, was a safety. They moved him to linebacker. Jamal Adams was a safety. They moved him to linebacker. Milano was a safety. They moved him to linebacker. Hassan uh, Reddick played edge. Hassan Reddick played edge his whole time at Temple. Then they moved the Arizona Cardinals moved in the middle linebacker. He was friggin' terrible. They ended up releasing him. He goes to Carolina, goes full-time edge rusher and had like 12 and a half sacks this season. Like some guys can do it. Some guys can't, but every guy is Jamal, Jamal Adams to this date has never been listed as a linebacker. You I understand that. Okay, but like, but we also argued earlier that he plays like 55% of his snaps at linebacker. So really, essentially, he's a linebacker. But he's not. Again, he's a safety. Okay, but TJ Watt also listed as a linebacker, but like 85% of the time, he's like rushing the pasture and just puts his hand on the ground and runs. because He doesn't he cover can. people. He doesn't cover. Yes, no, he but does. he's a linebacker. He's a linebacker. You just said, why does he do that? He's a linebacker. He should be really labeled a defensive end but he's listed as a linebacker, even though he next to never covers anybody. He doesn't because, go cover tight end 30 yards, not field because right? he rushes. He is, he is technically, they they've changed. You say, it, right. You say technically, the, right. You, you say the NFL slow to slow to adapt and slow to change. He is an edge player, which means he is an outs, a, a, a pass rushing outside linebacker. That is what like, but instead of saying the Buffalo Bills select pass rushing outside line, the Buffalo Bills select edge John Smith. Because that's what he plays. I don't think they say that, but that's all right. <laughs> I don't think that's what they say. Um, that's that's the position. There are people who are listed as edge, edge, edge rusher. Sure, edge. It's literally just edge. Sure. So, perfect example. Um, T.J. Watt. 2017, right outside linebacker. The next three years, left outside linebackers. This year, on pro football reference, just linebacker. Okay. Like, because... But all, all of those is him rushing the pasture, though. Yes. All of As those. Doesn't matter, what, what does, does, doesn't matter what the designation was. Okay, but none of those said edge, which is exactly against your point. He was labeled as a linebacker, which was my point. And you kept saying, no, he's an edge. No, he's an edge. Then you went and looked it up, and it doesn't say edge, does it? It says linebacker. So I was right, is my point. Uh, let me see. Here. Thank you for Googling and proving my own point. Like we, we have strongly digressed who's, down who's, the rabbit hole. Of this conversation who's the, like, who, right now, who is the number four prospect in the draft? The number four. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. Who's I mean, the number three? Here, okay. Three and four. Aiden Hutchinson, edge one, Michigan. Kayvon okay. Thibodeau, edge two from Oregon. They're edge sure. rushers. They will be introduced. It'll be with the fourth overall pick. So-and-so takes Kayvon Thibodeau, edge Oregon. It's not going to say. We'll, outside we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we will. We absolutely will. Honestly, this, listen, it's not like this has never happened before. You could probably just Google Roger Goodell announcing a player, pick a guy who played linebacker, Rashawn Gary from uh, where the Packers play. He was a, a pass rushing linebacker when he was in college, but he plays basically full-time defensive end for Green Bay. Like it happens all the time. I told you Hassan Reddick played defensive end when he was in college at Temple. They moved in the middle linebacker because they thought he had a versatile skill set. It, it's an experiment. It didn't work out. It happens. Happens all the time, happens every year. It's how you fit your scheme. It used to be, do you run a 4-3 or do you run a 3-4? Because one of those things, you'd be a defensive end. One of those things, you'd be a linebacker. Like when Alden Smith was drafted, he basically played 
linebacker. I'm sorry. He played defensive end in college. And because San Fran runs a three, four, or used to run a three, four, a more traditional three, four, he became an outside linebacker. It, the designation doesn't really matter. He's basically just a defensive end. He puts his hand on the ground and he rushes the passer. That's what he does. I'm trying to find Roger Goodell announcing quitty pay. We got drafted like 20th to the Colts. I don't know if you'll find that video. Go to Matt Johnson's Facebook page. It's probably <laughs> somewhere probably. on it's a huge indie fan there. I, I can tell you, um, 2021 draft prof prospect profile edge quitty pay edge quitty pay michigan highlights player comparison michigan edge quitty pay 2021 nfl draft prospect quitty pay edge michigan like it's a position and it okay it, like and a lot of times it does translate to just an ed, like just a, a defensive end but that position is technically an outside linebacker that gets after the quarterback that would be the outside linebacker the, the one of the outside linebackers in a traditional three four would be the one that comes down on the line and rushes the quarterback. Cor correct. So I said this original point. I, I said this back about Micah Parsons. I said this 20 minutes ago. We need to know how many times he rushed the passer and how many times he dropped back into coverage. And you said, no, we don't need to know that. That is literally the only piece of information we are missing. No, all no, that matters is my, does he drop back in coverage or does he rush? That's literally all we need is, to know. It is not all we need to know because we need to know. I mean, again, blitzing from a middle linebacker position you're still playing the middle linebacker position because but if you drop back in, if you blitz. if you drop back in coverage you're not blitzing is my point we just needed to know right. how often he drops Listen, back and how we, often he the rushes. reason That's we all need to know where he lined up instead of what he did when he lined up is because the argument here is is he a middle linebacker or is he an outside linebacker slash edge rusher that's the argument the argument's not how often did he blitz the argument is how often was he lined up as an inside linebacker versus anywhere on the outside? Okay, well, Devin White blitzed and got nine sacks from the middle linebacker position, so it it does matter. I want to know how often he blitzed and how often he but dropped again, back into coverage. That's what I want to know. Linebackers are allowed to blitz, so I understand that blitzing is part of the middle linebacker position. I want to know where you line up. But That's you, what matters right. to me, uh, right? But I want to know how often you drop back. Because Milano can blitz off the edge just fine. He does it all the time. He also yes. drops back into coverage. But just because he blitzes off the edge doesn't make him defensive end. That's my argument. I want to know how often he drops back into coverage. Because you're saying he's a full-time defensive end. I'm saying I'm no, not he's not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's a goddamn outside player. I'm saying he's not a middle linebacker. That is what I'm saying. I have said this entire time. He is not a middle linebacker, which means being drafted as a middle linebacker. He is a bust at the middle linebacker position, but he is a great, great, great defensive player that is what i'm saying that is why whether or not he blitzes doesn't fucking matter that is why whether he lines up as an outside linebacker or a defensive end is what matters how many times was he lined up as a middle linebacker versus how many times we lined up on the outside or on the edge that's what i want to know because that's what tells you tells me whether or not you're a middle linebacker your blitz rate does not tell me you are are or are not a middle linebacker like you said devin bush blitzes from the middle got nine sacks Joe Schobert can blitz from the middle and get sacks. That doesn't have anything to do with the argument. The argument is whether the or not is he is a middle linebacker. The stats that you definition. brought up, the stats that you brought up were pass rushing stats. My whole thing was if you're blissing, it counts as a pass rushing stat. That's all I was saying. You know that's what I was saying. No, I all don't. those that it skews your numbers is all I was saying. That all those things you kept bringing up, the numbers and the percentages skew in your favor based on those games where you played defensive end. I think the rest of the time he lined up as a linebacker, a traditional linebacker in the middle of the field, and he covered people, and it was fine. It really is not a big deal. 
It does not matter. Nobody on planet Earth thinks he's a bust. So it's not even a hot take. It's not a good one. It's not a good argument. It's 20,000 people listening to this right now. Not a single person thinks he's a bust in any stretch of the word. It's not a good take. He is not a bust, not a middle linebacker, not as a defensive chess piece, not as a pass rusher. He is not a bust. He's a defensive player of the year. He will be just fine as a linebacker, middle linebacker, whatever hybrid role they ask him to do. It literally does not matter. Every team is different. They ask people to do different jobs. It's whatever. It literally does not matter. Again, the entire point of this, and then I, again, is he a bust as a middle linebacker? It was, it was a sarcastic, joking comment about, listen, nobody, and I know that, nobody thinks the dude's a bust. Nobody. But he's not a middle linebacker. So you could, if you wanted to be an asshole, take the take that, well, he was drafted to be the, the, the middle guy of the defense. He was, he, was, he was going to be the dude, the linebacker to center that defense, and he's not. But he's a great player, and he's doing well with what he's doing. That was my point. And the entire argument was whether or not he is a middle linebacker. Uh, let's see here. In two seasons at Penn State, Parsons played 135 snaps as a defensive lineman, according to Pro Football Focus. By week eight of his rookie year, he'd already lined up along the defensive line more often than he did as a nitly, nitly, uh, nitney lineman. DeMarcus Lawrence fractured his foot during week two practice. Parsons shifted to edge full-time for the next two games and excelled in the role, picking up uh, one and a half sacks, two tackles for loss, five quarterback hits. He's been bouncing back and forth between the two spots ever since. He's especially essentially split his time 60-40 between lining up as a traditional off-the-ball linebacker and on the edge. He shifted to edge for two more full games when Randy Gregory joined Lawrence on the sideline. Even in the games where he plays primary at linebacker, Quinn has made sure to get him opportunities on the edge as well. There have only been two games all season where he got fewer than 10 snaps as an edge player. That is not a middle linebacker. That's so, my point. So you, okay, but that, that's not true at all. That means that 40 snaps out of a game, he was a traditional linebacker, and the last 20 where Quinn got him reps in the edge, he was at the end. I don't understand what's so hard to think. It's just numbers. If it was 51% the other way, I'd totally agree with your argument. It's not. Every stat you bring up has him playing traditional off-the-ball linebacker like 65% of the time. Every single thing you've said, the stats are in my favor, saying exactly what I said. And every time you go, no, uh and it's just not true. It's not a good argument. Like 65% of the time, he plays traditional off-the-ball linebacker like that article just said he does. And you said like around 10 to 20 snaps a game. That's fine. The defense plays like 50 to 60 snaps a game, which means two thirds of the time he played traditional off the ball linebacker. And the last third of the time he got to play some edge. So two thirds of the time he was a normal middle linebacker. And the last third, he's a, he's a pass rusher. It's more, it's it's more it's than just a third more. of the time. Stop rounding down that goddamn far. It's closer to half than oh, it is a third. Uh, whatever. Most of the time, most of the time, traditional off the ball linebacker. There's literally nothing more that needs to be said about it. Most of the time, traditional off-the-ball linebacker. That literally is it. Every article you look up says the exact same thing, and it's been right every time. He's not a middle linebacker. Uh, okay. If he rushed 80 90% of the time, I agree with you. Eh, he doesn't. And He plays and, traditional off-the-ball linebacker over again, half the time. Traditional off-the-ball off linebacker includes outside linebackers. You can try to swing this any way you want. Every article you, every article you brought up completely backs up exactly what I was saying. There is oh, no counter-argument anymore. Every article I brought up backs the fact that he plays line less than he plays linebacker. That's all it does. It doesn't say he... No, it said edge and traditional off-the-ball linebacker. Is Matt Milano a traditional off-the-ball off the linebacker? 
Yes. And he's an outside linebacker. What difference does that make? You, there's different only two freaking positions. That's only, the difference. I'm, really, dude, I'm not. Really, I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you about this anymore. When most teams use two linebacker looks, you're both middle linebackers. The distinction and, and is you're blurred. Both linebackers more, the, yes, that's fine. Yes, that's fine. Everybody does everything. I've been saying it for an hour and a half. There are, those distinctions are blurred more and more every single year. To pigeonhole somebody as one thing or another is stupid because nobody does that anymore. Everybody does everything. And you spent 20 minutes of this argument telling me that there's seven of the top 10 linebackers listed on the list that I read from 2021 are ancient dinosaurs that, that only do the one thing. So not everybody, the top eight don't. Not, not true at all. I think I said Bobby Wagner and like Levante David, I think we're like the only two. I said, of all the guys you mentioned, I said, no, Warner's great in coverage. No, Darius Leonard's great in coverage. No, Roquan Smith, Beth linebacker in football. I said it over. You can go back and listen to it. There's no way it was freaking seven. It was like two guys who were in their early 30s that I said probably can't do it anymore because of age more than anything else. Go back and listen to it. That's what I said. Would, would you? There's no would you, chance that I said most of the guys are ancient dinosaurs. Would you two. line any of those people up as a true outside linebacker? What do you mean outside? Like weak side, or do you mean a weak pass side. rusher? Like a weak side, like the dude that doesn't come out. Like if you're running a four three, the guy, the, the outside linebacker that doesn't come off the field. Most of them can. Most of them but, can. But they can stay you? right there. Would you? What I would do is irrelevant. I'm interested in what actual NFL teams do. I'm not a GM. Actual NFL teams line them up as a middle goddamn linebacker. They play the role that stuffs the run and plays closer to the line. That's what traditional NFL teams do with those dudes. They're not outside linebackers. That they, like, they, and the di- there is a difference between the two positions, and your inability to understand that is driving me insane. No, it's. It, I'm just telling you that the the lines are blurred. On some downs they do it. On some downs they don't. It all depends on the play call. Yes, they are. A defensive tackle. Defensive tackle, but there are guys who excel more at a one tech than a three tech. Agreed. We all know that. Agreed. Again, just proving my point that guys are asked to do different things based on scheme, based on athleticism, based on what you're good at. Every player is different things is not what we're talking about. Yes. I, I ask my wide receivers to block on certain plays. I ask my running backs to catch the football. I ask my, my center to pull around the edge. Yes. You ask them to do different things, but I'm not saying, well, he's one of the best line offensive linemen in the game. I can put Mitch Morse on the outside. Can you, he's a lineman. It doesn't matter. They all play the same position. They all do the same thing. That is, that is not the same argument, and you know that. Uh, you fully, fully understand that. That is not a good comparison okay, at all. How, it's not how, even close. Okay, do, be do like saying, hey, to each other, could, guards and tackles could, then. Could, could Poyer and Hyde flip? That's a more apt thing. Could you flip two safeties? I think in a lot of cases you could. I think in other cases, like the Jamal Adams one, you couldn't. It all depends on the skill set. It all depends on what they're good at. Every team is different. Every player is different. They all kind of do a hybrid thing. The modern NFL is just moving chess pieces around to confuse quarterbacks. It's literally all it is. It's all I've been saying the whole time. That, traditional that, middle that, linebackers, that there's like four of them in the whole league. All you've been saying the whole time. Uh, traditional middle linebackers, close. there's like four of them in the whole league. And you try saying that like all these guys are traditionals and, and they're not. They're, they're just but, not. But, but, Everybody's but, asked to but do a I lot of different things. I, like, I, I, you, listen, you, you could tell me, yes, Darius Leonard is a freak, is an absolute freak. I don't think there's a team he goes to that puts him on the outside. I think Fred Warner's the same, the same way. Yes, they could do it. Not a single they're, team. They're not, not a single as, team. 
outside, outside in regards to what outside coverage or outside playing a traditional edge. outside linebacker position more often they, than not where they cover or where they don't cover. Uh, we want you, to do more coverage first run support second, right? I don't think there's a single team that puts those guys in that position first because they are better as a middle linebacker doing what traditionally middle linebackers are asked to do more often. Okay. But they also like modern NFL linebackers are some of the fastest guys in the defense and they cover people regularly. Yes, because they have to, because the game has changed to a pass happy offense. That's my literally point, what I've been saying that modern NFL is, guys are asked to do both. And I'm not, just not arguing that. I have never once argued that I, point. My point is, why do you line one guy up in the middle and one guy up on the outside to start the game? Because one guy is a little is, is better at one side and the other guy's better at the other. Nobody is going okay. to take Darius Leonard on their team and say, ah, you know what? We're going to put you on the outside instead. He's one of the best middle linebackers in all of football but, but, at doing but they what play he does. The same position. They do the same stuff, Austin. He, but you, the, the argument's invalid, though, because no, not. he could do it. He could do it. Yes, he's he's could. better at one thing. He could which do the other thing. Which is what makes him a middle linebacker, which is my entire goddamn fucking point. That is all it I'm saying. There is a difference it, between the two positions. And the fact you just I'm not, talked yourself into I'm not arguing. I'm listen, I'm not arguing anymore. You, that Parsons is not better at, at pass rushing than he is at being a middle linebacker. That's not what I'm arguing. But to say he's a better pass rusher, so he sucks at playing middle is not also not an app. Okay, I, listen, I'm really, I'm just that, over that, the argument. Is, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not, just done. We we're we're at an impasse. I'm really just done arguing with you. I, I everybody's gonna have formed an opinion. It, I just argued that people are asked to do everything in modern NFL. Safeties have to cover and hit. Linebackers have to cover and hit. Linemen have to shift around. Guards can play center. Centers move around. Everybody shifts and jumbles for injuries or whatever. I have it's just what it is. I have it's never what once in this entire probably close to an hour and a half conversation now. Eh, it's probably, I don't know for that. We're, we're probably pushing the hour. But never it, once. No, it's an hour, hour 15 at least. Never at least. once did I say that Micah Parsons sucked as a middle linebacker. You that said he doesn't play middle linebacker and he's not good. All he does is rush is what started this whole argument. Was I, I didn't he say he rush, wasn't good, which is not. Accurate. I said he doesn't play the position that he was drafted to play. That is what I said. I didn't say he sucked. I didn't say he wasn't good. I didn't what, say he wasn't a great player. I said what he doesn't started. Play. The, the, yes, you said that and followed it up with all he does is pass rush to which I said, that's not even close. I said, it's at least 50 50 and everything you pulled up is actually more like 60 40. It's better in my favor than I thought it was. It's it's, but again, it's not because one. But it is. We need to throw these four games out. Okay, he's so damn good at it. They let him play it full time for four games. Correct. Okay, then other the other the fourteen the, games he was the, fine and played the, middle the linebacker. The rest of the time he played a traditional off the ball linebacker. That doesn't mean he wasn't rushing the passer. That wasn't. That doesn't mean that wasn't his primary responsibility. More that just rushing the passer, not where he lined up, not where, where he played, that just rushing the passer wasn't his primary job, at least half the time he was on the field. And if he's lining up as an outside linebacker, that position that we've now talked about for an hour that like Matt Milano plays, that you would put him there before you put him in the middle because he's better there. That's my entire point is he is not playing that Darius Leonard's. If you put the two of them on the field, who plays middle linebacker, same team, Micah Parsons, Darius Leonard, who plays middle linebacker and who lines up on the outside? I think it depends on what you're asking him to do. Play to, middle to linebacker your, versus to, play outside linebacker. 
Okay, but but Parsons doesn't go and run and do like if is he blitzing? Like what what are they do? That's my whole point. Their skill sets are different. I think that Leonard's probably better in coverage. So maybe I want him playing weak side. That's the point. I think Parsons can tackle anything that friggin' moves. That that's irrelevant. I think who's better in coverage? So I would move Leonard to outside because he's better in coverage. Okay, so you're so which you're is which is the exact opposite of the answer you thought I was going to give. So so you're telling me that you would put Darius Leonard on the outside if him and Micah Parsons were on the field at the same time, knowing Who's damn well that Micah Parsons was, is coverage. an elite pass rusher. But elite. he's not being asked to blitz. What what is he doing? The play matters. We I've said this many times to you now. Scheme situation and what you're being asked to do matters. Why do the why does the uh, um whatchamacallit, why does like, like uh, Lorenzo Alexander, thank you, that's what I'm looking for. Why does Lorenzo Alexander never like in coverage? Why is he always just on the field playing strong side? Because he's slow and old, so in passing situations, they pulled him off the field? That's, that's basically he, what it is. Because he played strong side linebacker whose sole responsibility is run coverage. Because when you're in a 4-3, your strong side right. linebacker is helping on run support. First so, so and that's, foremost and forever. So that's you asking me, oh, who would you put, Lorenzo Alexander or, or Darius Leonard? What are they being asked to do on any given play? That's the, that's the difference. That's what matters. Okay. So in a, in a traditional nickel where you have four down linemen and two linebackers, one linebacker's primary responsibility is run coverage and short passes, and the other one okay. is deeper passes and or a pass rush around the edge. Who are you fucking who, – who's, who's where? Who's Micah Parsons on the outside or Micah Parsons on the inside with Darius Leonard on the field? Who's cover? Who's who's stepping up more into the box to prevent that like a, a, a second and medium, a second and eight run play or a potential draw situation? Who's stepping up to cover the run and who's dropping back to cover or going to be the guy who's going to be on the blitz responsibility when it's a play action pass? Again, I think it depends on what you're asking him to do. If I literally just told you what I'm then, asking them. Again, that's that's what I said. So if he's blitzing. It's Parsons blitzing. If it's not a blitz, I would want Leonard doing the coverage. It, it all depends on the play. It's you can line them up in the same exact spot, but on two different play calls, have them do two different things. Right. Cause that's, it that, all that's, depends on what the goal of the play is, what you're trying to do, what your defense, what you're trying to prevent that matters. Okay. And I'm okay. So I'm trying to prevent a second and eight play action shot. Dude, Who's doing we have, what? We have really, really I, like, the, right the, down. Like it, it doesn't matter. It legitimately doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. It doesn't. We've gone team by team, middle linebacker by middle linebacker. We've talked every situation, every breakdown, every fundamental. Everything is different. I've been saying it for an hour. It all depends on what you're asking them to do. It depends on their skill set. You want to compare Parsons to the maybe the best tackler and freak of nature in. Leonard in the entire NFL you, when that might not be an apt comparison. Said, you just said Parsons can tackle anything on a football field. He can. I was yes, I think he's a good middle linebacker. You were saying he wasn't. That is I conducive again, and in line with my point again, the whole I have, time. I have never said he wasn't a good middle linebacker. I said he doesn't play the position that much. That is a very, very light duty pullback on the reins version of what your argument was from where no. we started. You said he doesn't play that position at all. That's all. Oh, he doesn't play it very much. That is not what you said to begin with. You said he no. doesn't play middle linebacker. I said he doesn't really play middle linebacker. Because, again, 40% of the time he's on the line. And of the other 60 or of, of, of the other 59% or whatever the hell it is, he's off the ball. Okay. 
doesn't tell what 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 he's doing. But he's so off the so ball. you mean when I said I need to know how often he rushes the passer, and you said no, you don't need to know the information. Again, so I was right again. Right. We do need that information because that's what I said. Okay, I said so I need that, to know so, that stat. So I I will concede that if you concede the fact that we also need to know where he lined up when he did it. Agreed. Okay. Because I agree that you can play middle linebacker and blitz. Right. And that would count as a pass rushing stat, but according to you, that means he's on the edge. And that's not no, actually I, accurate. I, I never said that. I even factually said <laughs> that the how often he blitzed, like, no, I need to know where he lined up and then what he did. That's what I need. I, I need that information to tell you whether sure. or not he, Agreed. Like, he, he, fits, he fits that mold of a middle linebacker. Sure. Sure. Fine. Agreed. I, Which we know, don't have, so it's irrelevant. So we don't have that information, so there's nothing to be brought up from it. Ugh. We were going to talk baseball but, today. We didn't even get there. Like the 200 arguments we've had since we were 12 years old, impasse, and we're stuck. Adrian Peterson's still a better running back than Brian Westbrook. Depends on what you're asking them to do. Got Play to running answer. back. That's what I'm asking him to do. Play running back. Do you want to catch the ball out of the backfield? Do you want to just run the ball? Because those are different things. Uh, both. Okay, then I'm, I'm taking the guy. Can who does. Do, he can do both. You got to ask him to do everything, buddy. Oh, we're not. Yeah, doing but this. I'm, we're not I'm, opening I'm this door the guy. Again. We're not oh. opening this door again. 2007, Austin and Jaws would not be uh, a fan of this. Oh my God, the 2022 Jaws isn't a fan of this. this is bullshit. Anyway, hats, stats, and stats—the championship caliber podcast based out of Buffalo, New York. Uh, catch us on the, our website, www.bicbp-radio.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you heard this insane argument we just had, you know how, who, what, where, when, uh, why to find us and all the other cool stuff. Like, follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends, follow us on Facebook, Hats, Stats, and Stats Podcast, or on Instagram and Twitter, at HGS underscore pod. Uh, like, follow, share, subscribe there, too. And Statman, good argue with you, buddy. Oh, good Lord. But yes, sir, always a good time. <laughs> all right, guys, we will catch you out. We will catch you next week. In a post-apocalyptic world, decimated by a global pandemic, two men will arise to talk about movies. Featuring the Quote King, Austin Kelm, the Wizard of Jaws, Derek Jaws, they are the Podducers.